Welcome to Capital Cashflow, teaching you how to safely invest your capital into cash flowing assets. Here is your host, Abraham Anderson. Welcome to Capital Cashflow, show seven. I'm your host, Abraham Anderson. Today, I'm going to talk with you about how to manage a mobile home park. And actually, you can use the same system and I do to manage apartments as well, but it's a little bit more applicable to mobile home parks, and I'll get into that. So, as a manager, property manager, landlord, whatever you want to call it, you have three ongoing duties. The first one is rent collection. The second one is repair and maintenance. The third one is filling vacant units. So we're going to start with rent collection and this is crucial to the entire system. I really encourage you to adopt this. And what it is, is we have all of our rent collections essentially automated. Now this is what that looks like. You look at a lot of properties, especially from mom and pops, and they take all forms of rent. They'll take checks, money orders, oh hey, you can mail it, and God forbid they take cash. And you never want to take cash in particular because there's no paper trail. If you've got a manager that's taking cash, they can be embezzling from you and or get robbed, and then what happens? Or let's say you the manager takes cash and the tenant claimed they paid them, the manager says they didn't get it, what do you do? So cash is a big no-no, but we don't even take checks or money order. What we do is everybody, they get a card, and we actually designed our own card, and I'll describe it here, we'll also show it on video. So on the front of the card, it's a business card, we got it from Vistaprint, you know, very inexpensive, you get like a thousand cards for 30 bucks or something. The front, it has our phone number, it says pay online at, your website and it has your email. On the back it has a place for an account number and then it has instructions and what this is we use property management software called Rent Manager and there's several software that does this but essentially what it does is it lets the tenants pay at any location that accepts MoneyGram. So Walmart, Kroger, other grocery stores, also payday loan stores. I mean, there's how many tens of thousands of locations across the United States. So that lets them actually go there and pay with cash. So you don't have to, you know, break their habit of paying with cash. Let them go to the store and pay it. And how it works is they go to the store, they give them their, they show them their card, they look them up with their account number, they give them the cash. The store charges the tenant a $4 fee. You don't pay the fee, they do. Then you instantly get an email notification that it's paid and the money goes in your bank account within two to three days. So it's a beautiful system and what's also neat is if they pay late, let's say it's due by the 5th, if they pay on the 6th, it automatically adds 10% late fee. Another awesome thing is if you're evicting them, you can turn off payments so they don't go and make a $5 payment and mess up your eviction. You, you'll hear a lot of people or some people that will basically open an account at a bank and let tenants pay the rent there but I would advise against that for that very reason if the tenants make a deposit while you're evicting them that can screw up your eviction but if you use a system like this you can have it set to where after let's say the 11th or the 21st or whenever you want to file evictions you turn off payments so they can't make any further payments 
So the reason I love this system so much is, you know, your older generation, your older residents, they are not going to have a computer a lot of times. They're not comfortable making online payments, but the they also go to the grocery store, you know, so they can pay with cash or debit card at the store. They don't have to use cash. And it's the same $4 fee. Or for your younger residents, they can pay online. And if they pay with a bank draft, there's no fee at all. So that's their free way to pay. It charges us, the property owners, a $1 fee for bank draft, which is well worth it. It also lets them pay online with credit cards, which charges them a fee of, I think, 3.5%. So, you know, there's a wide array of ways for them to pay. But that takes out a massive ongoing component of the whole management equation is paying the rents. And that gets in really actually to the second part of my system, or our system, I should say. And I, this is not original to me. I've made some refinements to this, but you know, lots of good information out there that I have definitely benefited from. But we do not have park managers. We have greeters. Now, what those are essentially is they get free lot rent. So let's say the lot rent is $300 a month. We do not charge them lot rent. And in exchange for that, all they do essentially is anytime I can call them up and say, hey, what's going on in the park? Or the other big thing they do is for the people that pay late, I have them go around once a month and post the late notices. Now, I also, going into step two of the management system, is the maintenance and how the maintenance works is the other service we use is Google Voice you can use other ones but it's free I give all the residents a Google Voice number this number goes directly to a voicemail so it says hey this thank you for calling Smoky Living um, if this is an emergency call 911 otherwise please leave your name unit number and property at the tone and your maintenance issue and we will call you back within 24 hours so you get the message, you get a notification as soon as it comes in. I check it. It transcribes the voicemail so you can kind of read it quickly. I then call up the greeter to go check out the issue, verify it's actually an issue and not just some, you know, thing the tenant's overblown and it's not really an issue. Then I call out a contractor, whether it's a repairman, plumber, or whatever, to go and fix the issue. Then I have the greeter call out again to verify it's been fixed, and then I pay the contractor. So it's three steps. Step one, verify the issue. Step two, get it fixed. Step three, verify it's been fixed and then pay the contractor. And from from the the greeter's perspective, really, you know, they they would almost do it for free because they like the, the job. They like the kind of authority there, you know, in charge of the park to, you know, help it keep it nice. And they're in the park a lot anyway. A lot of times they're older and retired. And it helps them a lot to get the three hundred dollar a month you know discount free rent essentially and it's not much work maybe an hour a week for three hundred dollars a month is not bad and how you find a greeter is what we do is when we go through the park we look for the nicest home in the park of the tenant owned homes and then we talk to them and say hey do you have any interest in being a greeter and we kind of go over it with them and a lot of times when you take over a park anyway there's somebody in the park already that's been helping out the previous owner and Usually they're on board with it. So that's how you find a greeter. Just interview them, talk to them, make sure it's important they have at least, at the very least, a smartphone and preferably 
you know, a computer with internet connection because you can uh, train them actually to once a month go and print out all the late notices or if not, you can mail them the late notices once a month. I have a manager that is well, like that, I mail them late notices and then they go and post them because they do not have a computer, but they do have a smartphone. They can send you pictures of things and that's why that's essential. And also you can reach them anytime. The third part of it is filling vacant units. Now this can be challenging and for our greeters, if we have them doing any actual work, now you want them to be licensed and insured and that's not expensive. I mean insurance might be $100 a year. Getting a business license is like $50 depending on your city and county and then a W-9 so you can bill them properly, you know, tax purposes. So all that is not hard to do at all and you can help them do it if they are not set up like that. But we usually pay them around $10 an hour to do work and that would include showing vacant uh, units or lots even if people are bringing in RVs or even their own homes. And what we do is we use two other free services, Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. Now these are kind of market specific. You will have areas that are maybe other websites are more popular or other services like Zillow. But in our market it's about 80% Facebook Marketplace and probably the other 20% is Craigslist. So between both of those we have no issues. And what I do, and you could have your managers do this, uh, is I have the, the calls for those go to me, I schedule out the appointments, send it to the manager, and then they go meet them at the units to fill the lots. So that's, that's how you can do that. And all of this really, see with apartments, you always have the repair and maintenance of the homes themselves. You always have people moving in and out. You know, it's a much bigger ordeal than with parks where if you have a park that is already stabilized, meaning it's all tenant owned, there aren't any vacancies, there's very little you have to do. I mean, what are they going to call you up? You're not fixing their home, you know? So like the most they can say is, hey, my neighbor's annoying me. Okay, well, if it's a big issue, call the police. You know, <laughs> a lot of what we do is just referring them to different government entities. Well, hey, there's a wild dog in the park that doesn't belong to anyone. Okay, call animal control. Hey, my neighbor's yelling at night. Okay, call the police. <laughs> so, or they, you know, may suspect, hey, I think the neighbor's uh, doing drugs. Okay, we'll call the police, you know. Don't get involved in anything that is a matter for the police. That's what they get paid for. And you can't do anything about it anyway. Don't try to be a mercenary and get yourself in trouble. Now, the last part of it would be evictions. And I'm going to actually do a separate podcast just on this topic because some people uh, it are have difficulty with how does it work because they own their home how are you evicting them and I'll just touch on it briefly that you would evict them just like you would any other renter whether they're renting the mobile home or an apartment or a house you just go and file eviction then you have to go through a process of taking possession of their home if they don't move it out and I will touch on all of that in a future podcast but that's the basics of the management system it, it's really only about, I spend, and just to give you some perspective, at the moment our portfolio is 253 rentals. 232 of that is mobile home lots. The other 21 is apartments. I spend more time with the 21 apartments, and I have an actual manager for those, than I do across the 232 mobile home lots. 
it's really unbelievable how much easier parks are to manage and like I said once you get it stabilized very little you have to do and they're much more lucrative than apartments are so that's it for this week I really appreciate it if you would subscribe give us a thumbs up on YouTube and please leave us a review on iTunes it really helps out the show if you'd like to be a guest on the show uh, please visit our website capitalcashflow.com find us on social media at Capital Cash Flow. Until next week, make it happen, guys. Thank you for listening to Capital Cash Flow. For more resources and information on investing with us, find us on social media or at CapitalCashFlow.com.